0: Hello and welcome to the Team Poor Sport Week 7 Recap Week 8 Preview Podcast. My name is Mark. I'm your host, as always, joined by our expert, Vince. How are you doing today, Vince? Doing great. 7-0. Let's keep this train rolling. Just keep it rolling. Man, feels good. And uh, we're joined today by Ryan. How's it going today, Ryan?
1: Good. How's it going, guys?
0: Feeling good, man. You feeling good coming off that win?
1: yeah it's nice to get a w again
0: (laughs) i know right you keep you're like definitely battling a ton of adversity all season man with like with your injuries and you're still you know you're still in contention so don't don't get when you have Devontae adams you never give up right
1: uh they're they're carrying me
0: (laughs) (laughs) he is awesome all right uh getting into it all right the results so this week we had uh Sean loses a nail biter to George. And then we had, uh, as I said, Ryan, you beat Bill this week. Um, I was able to beat Mike P. Uh, had the high score of the week, felt good. Uh, Vince, like he said, kept it rolling, uh, absolutely destroyed Mikey. Uh, and then we had uh, Jake and Kate win in another nail biter uh, by one point over Max who's done that to other people multiple times. And then uh, Tim winning a nail-biter against uh, Mike Elwin by less than three points. So a lot of close games this week, guys. Um, and I can't wait to hear the stories of your games. I mean, Vince, it seems like you won, like, early on Sunday. So it was kind of funny, like, uh, getting into – I mean, I know we will get into your game eventually. George beating Sean. And man, I remember watching, uh, I mean, obviously I was watching the Sunday night game because I love Kyler Murray. All I could remember was kind of peeking through everyone else's scores and noticing that George had Russell Wilson and Sean had Tyler Lockett. And (laughs) every time Lockett would score, Wilson would score. And he just kept inching closer and closer and closer and ended up uh, losing by less than two points. Even though Tyler Lockett had twenty targets, fifteen receptions, two hundred yards, three touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, I think it. I think it was what did? Did you see somewhere that it was like one of the ten best fantasy performances in the last like twenty years or something like that?
2: I believe it was since two thousand and ten. That was the number four best wide receiver uh, since two thousand and ten, which is yeah.
0: insane. To get a game like that, and man, I mean, I do love Tyler Lockett. Now there's no way I'm getting him in any leagues, Uh, because <laughs> you got a guy that can get uh, 20 targets, 15 yards, 200 yards, three touchdowns, they ain't going anywhere. Wow, what a monstrous game. Um, and then he also had uh, um, TJ Hawkinson put in some work uh, in a game that I thought was just what a crazy ending. Did either of you guys catch the end of the uh, Detroit Falcons game?
1: Uh, I heard it as I was driving home Uh, and kind of crazy. (laughs) Uh, Atlanta just kind of finds fun ways to lose. (laughs) It's
0: It's so funny. Is it like, you know, they fired Dan Quinn and, you know, they've had these issues with, you know, not being able to recover uh, an onside kick earlier (laughs) in the season, not understanding the rules. And then, you know, Todd Gurley two years ago when he was with the Rams was killing fantasy managers by not going down for touchdowns just to kill the clock, and then he just has this Atlanta Falcon brain fart, and <laughs> he just falls into the end zone. Like can you do? And then all the Falcons players around him cheering. I was just dead. That was so funny. Uh, Atlanta, a bunch of dumb dumbs. Uh, Vince, your thoughts? That's- think it was
2: three games this year that they had over a 98% chance to win the game and they ended up losing. So that's pretty incredible in the worst possible way. Um, but yeah, I did see that play where like he like tried to go down, but the ball went across the plane and then just the lions just marched down the field and got the touchdown at the end.
0: I mean, definitely was a fun one to watch. I saw a prop for next week. It's like will the Atlanta Falcons blow a fourth quarter lead and lose the game? And it was like plus four hundred. Like the fact that that's a thing that you could bet on is pretty,
1: pretty entertaining.
0: Ugh. Yeah, they're 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 a tough watchman. Uh, but what a wild finish! And uh, man, Russ Wilson keeps cooking. And uh, George keeps rolling. I think this is now four in a row for him uh, after starting off zero uh, three. Um, so really, really nice bounce back, and uh, obviously right in the playoff picture. So nice job, George. And then Sean uh, just can't just one win so far this season, um, and I mean, he was talking to me about it. At work he knows he can't lose any more games. And that's a hard pill to swallow. Like you have to go seven and six to make the playoffs, probably. Um, so to be one and six uh, it's not a position you really want to be in so good luck Sean (laughs) that's
2: all I can really say it's Um, it's pretty brutal when you look at it because he has the second most points behind me excuse me and he's one and six yep like that's just that's crazy like I know we dogged him kind of like after the draft and that kind of thing but like I mean, numbers don't lie. Like he's putting up points, and it's
0: just—I mean—it's
2: extremely unfortunate.
0: Better start winning some games. All right, next game we're getting into. All right, let's talk about Bill and Ryan. Uh, Ryan was able to get a dub, and at what point? What what point this week, Ryan? uh, Did you know that you were going to win this week?
1: Uh, that would be uh, (laughs) after Green Bay, after they played (laughs) Um, nine super I kinda, early yeah it was it, i mean it, they had it put me in a good spot um Devontae adams i mean well, what more can you say as long as he puts up stat lines like that 196 yards two TDs. you know uh what was it uh 13 receptions that's, that's all you can really ask for
0: <laughs> uh having rogers kind of helps yeah, it definitely helped. And then you had Jamal Williams in that same game. Yeah, that, that was a, it.
1: kind of fortunate that he got the uh, the bulk of carries. And, uh, you know, Aaron Jones kind of worked in my favor.
0: Mm-hmm. ends the break sometimes.
2: That's something that we don't really see in season long. People don't really look at it. Um, so, like, I play a lot of, like, DFS, uh, daily fantasy sports. And, like, that's something that you want to do. Um, when you're building a lineup every week, but we don't really look at it in season long. I mean, obviously, we're seeing the extreme with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, but, like, it just kind of shows you, like, even, I mean, take take away half of it. Like, it still uh, puts you in a good position. So, like, if, you know, the quarterback is throwing a touchdown to that wide receiver, you know, you are getting pretty much double points. Um, You know, obviously, it could go the other way. Uh, but just, you know, giving your team that upside, um, I think is something to look at uh, when you're doing your draft. So if you have a wide receiver and you are able to get that quarterback, um, it's not something that I like set out, but if it kind of naturally happens, that's something I'm looking
0: at. Yeah, there's tandems, right? In a, yeah, that's a pretty sexy tandem that, that Ryan has so yeah again congratulations and uh thank you but it was a it was a it was a rough go for bill i mean josh jacobs continues to have just a, a rocky season um but how about that cole beasley play by you sneaky good i mean a receptions yeah. on 12 targets i do yeah, 12 yards
1: big day from from cole beasley and he's he's been kind of uh, Quasi reliable throughout the week uh, with every injury I'm <laughs> kind of dealing with, uh, but that that definitely came through. I kind of got a lucky break on the other side with uh, DK Metcalf <laughs> uh, having a re- pretty quiet day on on Bill's side. Kind of worked in my favor too. That was the uh, big X factor. <laughs> I was watching the Sunday night game.
0: <laughs> Kept waiting for DK to make a big play. And uh, oh, I'm, I love that guy. And I mean, you watched him uh, chase down uh, your boy Buddha Baker Vince. And uh, all I kept saying during that run was like, TK, don't hurt yourself. Because I kept thinking he's going to hurt
2: himself trying to catch this boy. Be like Odell Best. Beckham and get hurt on an interception play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like the most tragic thing. And we'll get into Odell Beckham being gone. But, man. Uh, these injuries this season are really, really
2: tough. I mean, the, there's already memes going around. Uh, they like did a side by side with uh, Metcalf running, and then they put the ter- uh, the scene from the Terminator when the guy's running like extremely fast, like right next to it. Yeah, too. But he ended up giving him props for running him down. He said that was the first time that he ever got run down by uh, somebody.
0: Yeah, that the freak 40 speed and the combine is shown. You know, a lot of people passed on this guy and they're paying the price. Uh, and then uh, someone else that's been, just really caught my eye the last couple weeks. And well, my good friend Vince has a great love affection for him. And that's AJ Brown. And he has just been dynamite since coming back from injury. Um, and he's someone that I'm excited about uh, long-term. Uh, I think he's top five wide receiver, uh, potentially. Um, Vince, talk to me about your love for Brown. This is the only league
2: I don't have him in, and I'm actually kind of upset about it. Um, he's just he's just one of those guys. I mean, he's he's similar to Metcalf to me in a way where like he's just a man playing a boy sport, um, you know. And then especially with Ryan Tannehill, um, being a good quarterback and able to get to him, but he's just size, speed, just Everything. Like, when I watch this guy play, it's just like, okay, like, let's go.
0: Yep. Yeah, and Bill's wide receivers are nasty. Gallaudet, A.J. Brown, T.K. Metcalf. That is just nasty. Three and four. And Josh Jacobs let him down, you know, and just the injuries are piling up. And I started Matt Ryan every week, you know, or Jared Goff. Neither one of these guys is a guy that I'm excited to start. So, you can see how his record could be what it is and he's playing the tight end gambit of not having a top four tight end um or three tight end really so i see why he's suffering but moving on at least he knows how to set a lineup moving on to someone who doesn't uh so i played against mike this week and actually Knew that I won before Monday, which is something that I haven't had the pleasure of having happen uh, for a while. Um, but I knew I won when I got to watch Kyler Murray, K-1, the MVP, shot caller. He is a baller. And, uh, man, it is so much fun to watch him. Um, and it's, it's, he's, it, I don't know, maybe more exciting than Lamar Jackson was last year. Maybe. I don't know. Once he rips off a 60-yard touchdown run, we'll, I'll be talking about Kyler Murray. But, um, man, I love Kyler Murray. Uh, Ryan, were you able to watch uh, a lot of that game?
1: I was. Uh, and it uh, was one of the, the few Arizona games I did get to catch this season. Uh, and, and quite a good one. <laughs> um, you know, 360 yards, the four TDs. I mean, it's just impressive, really. I mean, mm. Didn't quite expect. I expected Seattle, you know, to kind of. I mean, their their defense is suspect, but I don't know. It, it was impressive. It was it was impressive to watch. Um, having DeAndre Hopkins is is pretty pretty good. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, I just it was very impressive.
0: He's special to watch. I mean, I know Vince and I were Texan during the game, and uh, at one point. You know, I was, I was yelling about their time management. I think there was like six minutes left to go in the fourth. And I'm like, these guys have a new sense of urgency. And uh, started moving a little quicker uh, around the four-minute mark. And I believe in that last drive, Cliff Kingsbury just called like a masterful drive, like a master class going down the field. And that one quarterback scramble, the design run by mm-hmm. Kyrie Murray for 15 yards. And I was like, boom, like, No one else can do that. No one else can do that. And the fact that they were able to call that uh, in the middle of the field. um, And then of course, the Angels, Larry Fitzgerald, running up to the ball um, and bringing it in. And uh, they were able to get that ball down and uh, kick the field goal. And uh, wow, I mean, I was really impressed. Um, Really impressed with Kyle Murray. Uh, But moving on, um, James Robinson. James RB1, son. Boy do I love this guy and uh have him in every league uh I'm in and uh well I did for a time, but um he is awesome. I mean the target share the his uh his share, uh market share is over ninety percent of the running back touches. And that kind of thing is just I mean, that kind of volume, you're gonna beat it. Uh, he's involved in the passing game. Both his rushing and his bat receiving touchdowns were both master class. Either one of you have watch, watched either one of them, uh, you know, just making runs that only the best could make. So, uh, James Robinson, watch out, because uh, I think that he's going to be on my team for years to come. I'm uh, really excited about James Robinson. Uh, Ryan, were you able to watch either one of those runs? I actually
1: uh... – was uh only able to listen. I was driving home. Uh, caught a lot, a lot of games on the radio other way, um, but uh, but yeah, I, I caught a bit and uh, quite quite good. From what I mean, the stat line you know, tells you everything. You know, I mean, twenty two carries, hundred twenty yards, hundred nineteen yards. I mean, it's, it's that's crazy. That's awesome production. I mean, keep that up. Yeah, he's just
0: awesome. That's you a fan, James Robinson.
2: Yeah, I mean he's been he's been good. I mean, it's unfortunate that he's on a bad team. Uh but just looking at his numbers, he's ninth in the league in carries, uh seventh in rushing, se- uh seventh in rushing touchdowns. Um but yeah, he's been playing good. So uh I haven't seen too much of it, but what I have seen, uh he has been good though is yeah, actually
0: the second ranked uh running back in ppr scoring um, so i mean behind just alvin Kamara, it's pretty good company so uh
2: yeah pretty with james robinson 31 targets on the year through seven games
0: so that's a lot <laughs> that's a more than 60 if you're getting more than 60 you're going to be at rb1 so yep and then mike had traded with Sean. uh Traded was it Lamar Jackson for Keenan Allen? Is that what the trade was? I think that's what it was. And then Mike, you know, fired up Keenan Allen, and Keenan Allen was awesome again. Uh, ever since Justin Herbert's been taking over, you know, 10 receptions on 13 targets, 125 yards. You know, another really good game for Keenan Allen. So, but moving on, it was nice to get a win one game under 500 and right back in the playoff picture. So watch out guys. Um, Next game we're going to talk about is Vince against Mikey. And this was the absolute blowout of the week. Uh, We knew Sunday who had won. I mean, I know Mikey had lost Aaron Jones. I want to say like a couple hours before kickoff and, uh, Had basically no one to put in for him. Ended up picking up A.J. Dillon's spot starting him and got no work from A.J. Dillon. uh, But did have Tom Brady, who just absolutely exploded. 370 yards, five touchdowns. And uh, that looks like the offense that everyone's going to want to be in. And now Antonio Brown is there. And I hate how ESPN just like rides the Buccaneers, now they're going to be the Super Bowl favorites for the rest of the year. Um, guys, do you think that the Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC? Ryan, you first.
1: Uh, I mean, I, I would have, prior to the Green Bay game, said either, you know, something like Seattle's offense, Green Bay, the way they were putting up points, but uh, I mean, Tampa is finding their groove. They've, you know, for a couple of weeks now, the Pretty impressive numbers, and their defense seems to be pretty good, too. Um, Yeah, they they might be going to beat for now.
0: Vince, what about you? What do you think?
2: I think they're the best team in the NFC. Uh, I still have the Chiefs and and Baltimore ahead of them. But, I mean, obviously, you can kind of make an argument for it. Um, You know, having them ahead of Baltimore, you know, their defense is playing outstanding. Uh, Tom Brady's playing really well Uh, Gronk's kind of coming along Uh, I mean if they can kind of get their their two outside receivers on the field at the same time um, you know we were going to see a little bit more Um, but yeah now that AB's there uh, so it's funny Bruce Arians wasn't really a big fan of AB but uh, Tom was really fighting for him So, you know, it's funny how, you know, we were kind of seeing, you know, how that relationship would happen between Bruce Arians and Tom Brady. And it it seems like Tom Brady won that that end of it, at least on this. So, but yeah, Tampa, Tampa's, uh, yeah, they're coming out crushing.
0: Yep. I mean, definitely the best run defense uh, in the NFL. And it's a scary run defense. And if you can't run the football, uh, you're going to have a bad time. Uh, because then the pass rush can really get you. And they have some game-changers in uh, Tampa. So, yeah, I think you might be right. Maybe they are the best team in the NFC. Uh, I just don't – I hate hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, also, Mikey, took another loss, lost to Odell Beckham, on another stupid injury. And then, of course, Baker Mefield goes off. There were four touchdowns. So, of course, you know, Odell Beckham made the Browns worse, right, Ryan? Uh, I mean,
1: uh, it's hard to replace. I mean, uh, they still have Landry and whatnot. I mean, they clearly put, put stuff together after he got knocked out. I mean, rough. it's hard to replace somebody like Odell.
0: Yep, I agree. Well, at least Mikey has Jarvis Landry, but yeah, it's definitely hard to lose Aaron Jones and Jarvis Landry. This is a, a tough road ahead for Jar- Mikey. Jarvis Landry's banged up
2: too. He was worse off than kind of Odell has been week to week here. Uh, I forget exactly what it was, but he's been playing through something all season, right? I think he had, that's what at he had. least a, at least a couple weeks, yeah. It was like something serious, too. It's like, how
0: is this dude playing? Was it a groin or something like that? Is that what it was? Uh, I can look it up in a second. Been on to uh, Vince's team. I mean, nothing really popped out to me as just an awesome performance, but all, none of his guys really dropped any duds. You know, so when you have, like, a consistent lineup and everyone is performing really well, you got a great game from Antonio Gibson. Um who, you know, exposed Dallas's defense like everyone else has. So I'm sure it feels good uh, for Vince to know that his guys, none of his guys boomed, and he still just smashed his opponent. Any comments, Vince?
2: Nope, not really. Just trying to keep rolling along. At this point, I almost hope that I lose, so then that way it doesn't hurt when I lose in the playoffs as much. Because that's the type of thing that hap- that'll happen to me is I'll go undefeated and then losing the first week of the playoffs. I
0: would hate for that to happen to you, man. Because it's pretty cool to go undefeated. It's probably a really hard thing to do in a 12-team league um, to go undefeated. So I'm rooting for you to go undefeated. I don't think it'll happen, but I'm rooting for you to ha- for it to happen for you um, just because I think that'll be a really cool thing to have happen. So go undefeated. Yeah. Um, I've never gone undefeated in fantasy football, ever. So, I think I want started six and zero. I think it's the best I've ever started. And um, I've been playing fantasy for a long, long time. So, I mean, you're off to an amazing start, especially in a twelve-team league. So, my hats off to you. Um, next matchup, we're going to talk about uh, Jake and Kate was able to squeak by um, Max, and it was at the end of the game. Um, there's some suspect stuff. I mean, Jake and Kate lost um, Miles Sanders last week. Um, had a, you know a bunch of players on buy um, ended up uh, starting Ty Johnson at running back, and who who got zero points. I'm not exactly sure where that call came from, but I wasn't even sure who T Johnson was. Um, but that tells you how invested I am in uh, the New York Jets. Um, did <laughs> did either of you go what, T. Johnson, when you looked? Uh, just now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I knew who it was. I just didn't know they were still in the league.
0: He, was, he thought he was still on the Lions from last year.
2: I was going to say the last team that I knew of, he was on the Lions. I just didn't know he was still playing football. But, you know, he would be hiding out on the Jets if he was playing on a team.
0: And uh, Max keeps rolling. I mean, the best market share in football as far as tight ends is uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. They're, they're tight ends more than any other team. He continues to be awesome, uh, but kind of a stinker in the snowy game from Patrick Mahomes. And then uh, Cooper Cup just got kind of game scripted out. I mean, six receptions on a sixth hardest. Didn't drop any balls this kind. Uh, Had one big run, but uh, he needed more from Cooper Cup. And he did not get it. And as a Bears fan, I'm sure he was uh, disappointed (laughs) because the Bears lost and his fantasy team lost. I didn't rub it in at all. Did you rub it in on Mike at all that your team won and his team lost?
2: No, we don't really kind of go like that. Just fantasy. Um, There's, like, other stuff that he – I don't know if I should put him on blast, but let's just say he bet on the Bears –
0: Right, I mean, I don't think the Bears was a terrible bet. They were, what, plus six and a half? Is that what it was?
2: Yeah, I think so. I think originally – I have to look at it. I think they were, like, plus nine to, like, start the week or, like, earlier in the week, and then it kind of came down a little bit. Um, It's just – I mean, it would have had to have been, like, the defense getting a lot of pressure on Goff and then just Goff not looking good and then just Nick Foles not being terrible. But – um to kind of talk about that game a little bit uh Nick Foles pretty much threw Nagy under the bus and said you know the coach's calling plays and he doesn't know if he has enough time to be able to get the ball out to get it to his receivers um so he's kind of you know crapping on him for the play calls so it's not
0: good this is the last year of Nagy he might not make it through the season and they're what five and two isn't that crazy to think about
2: I mean, if you look, like, if you actually look at the games, like, it was, like, three games they shouldn't have won, to be honest. So, like, that record is, like, the most fraud record in the in the league right now.
0: Well, as you know, sometimes record is the only thing that matters. You know, you got to make it there. And then you can play out whatever kind of football you want. Um, but, yeah, I remember that Rams defense is for real, man, and – uh they really, you know, took that game over. And, you know, I've been so impressed watching Jalen Ramsey all year. Um, every every penny was worth it because he plays the start position better than anybody. Uh, just continues to make like, you know, he's just a great tackler and great at the point of attack. He just got great instinct and, uh, and he's special. I mean, the interception was a gimme, but I love the Rams. Anyway, it was nice to see him get a win after getting smashed by the Niners. Um, and then the last game we're going to talk about is uh, Tim beating Mike. And this is another game that I was I was peaking on because it was very very close. I think Mike was up by mm, twenty or so, and uh, Tim had David Montgomery and Daryl Henderson both going in the game. And I kept thinking to myself, man, if Malcolm Brown just scripts him out, which could happen. Uh, and it almost dead because Malcolm Brown did look awesome. Uh, Do either of you guys see that awesome run by Malcolm Brown, where basically the entire offensive line pushed him forward an extra eight yards?
2: Yeah, they like just didn't blow the whistle and they just pushed him like another like five yards or something crazy.
0: Yeah, fun, definitely fun to watch. But yeah, I mean, he got just enough out of Dave Montgomery and just enough out of Daryl Henderson there to get another win, and uh, Tim keeps winning these close games with uh, low scores, Um, so good on him for continuing it rolling. Uh, Justin Herbert was awesome. Uh, Real quick, uh, Vince, who's your rookie of the year, if you had to pick right now? Not for fantasy, just for the NFL.
2: Oh, boy. I mean, Herbert's definitely up there. Um I mean it'd be easier for me to kind of look at the list. I can't really think off the top of my head, but yeah, Herbert is is just playing out of his mind. Um I think he's one of those I don't throw this word around, but it gets thrown around. Uh generational talent. Uh I think he's gonna be like the next Peyton Manning type. Uh I'm not saying he's gonna be Peyton Manning, but just one of those guys that is just in the league a long time and is just good uh, every year um but yeah he especially with those weapons um chargers are a good organization um so they'll they'll do what they need to do to to kind of keep him um you know with like weapons around and that defense uh is solid so you know we can actually probably see them make a good push this year even with him being a rookie I
0: mean, losing derwin james for the season uh definitely hurts a team like that. And the Chargers have lost a good amount of players. I mean, some of the touchdowns that Ted Herbert's throwing are just these beautiful passes to these guys that I've never heard of, Andre Guyton. And I'm like, who the – and it doesn't matter because Herbert's the a rookie of the list. Yep. I mean, he's just incredible. I mean, and he still has Keenan Allen. I mean, he looks like the real deal. Uh, Ryan, who's your rookie of the year right now? NFL rookie of the year.
1: Not- I mean, I've been a big fan of Herbert so far. I'm actually kind of kicking myself for not picking him up a week before Tim did. <laughs> I, I thought about it and dumping Wentz, and I didn't. So I'm just bad. <laughs> um, I, I, I've I've been a big fan of Herbert since he, since he took over. Um, just very impressive. Very impressive.
0: Definitely nice for the Dak Prescott owner to go from Dak Prescott to Justin Herbert. That was really nice for Tim. Uh, really Really, really nice and just shows the replaceability of quarterback. Um, but my quarterback pick is, I, I still think the rookie of the year is still probably Joe Burrow. Um, but in fantasy rookie of the year is James Robinson. But these guys are, they, they're, they're all great. I mean, you can make a case for Burrow or Herbert. Uh, they're both absolutely fantastic. Darren Fells uh, started by Mike. Um, and sat Derek Henry, I'm sorry, sat Hunter Henry, my mistake. And did Fels even play in the game? I know he had it. He went in with an injury designation, right?
2: No, he played. I don't think he had an injury designation. He just.
0: Was it Atkins that had the injury designation?
2: Yeah, Akins was rolled out. Uh, it was just a weird game. Um, that's what I, I played Deshaun Watson in my DraftKings. So, like, I, I watched a lot of this game. And it kind of scripted to where, you know, obviously Green Bay got up. And it scripted to where Deshaun was going to have to, you know, be Deshaun. But, like, it just didn't really happen until kind of, like, the end where it, like, did for, like, one drive. And then it was like he threw the ball to David Johnson. It, like, hit off his hands. The ball shot straight up and then, you know, got intercepted. So it was was just, like, a weird sequence of events and then just not kind of working out. It was just, like, a weird game um i think that they should have come back a little bit but um but yeah just i mean that just kind of shows you it's just a generic tight end you know you kind of hope for a touchdown and that's kind of what what fells was the past couple weeks you know he caught the touchdown i think he had like two catches each the past two weeks uh, maybe a couple more than that but yeah especially on a team uh like that where they kind of spread the ball
0: around It still seems like uh, maybe you think maybe he was playing contrary. And I wonder what his thought was, like, you know, playing against Herbert. You think he was like, I don't want to play Hunter Henry because I'm playing against Herbert. I wonder what his thought process was for benching Hunter Henry and playing Darren Phelps.
2: So I talked to him about it uh, because he was asking me. Uh, His reasoning was he wanted the chance to kind of outpace him. Um, cause it wasn't really going to outpace him with Hunter Henry, if that makes sense. Unless like he just got like a lot of volume, uh, even like half PPR, like it's, it's tough to kind of, to kind of catch up in that type of thing. Whereas like if Hunter Henry doesn't really do anything, um, and then Fells does like, I mean, I guess that's, that's kind of like the best way to explain it. And then he also had Mike Williams, too. So it was just unfortunate that he was playing against the person that had the quarterback to two of his pass catchers.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. It does happen sometimes. I mean, he was able to pick up the Chiefs D, and they had two defensive touchdowns. Um, But he also started uh, Mike Evans. And Mike Evans – where is Mike Evans? Did someone put out a bolo on him? Is he – Is he still in the NFL? Was he still catching passes for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Have you guys seen him? Is he on the milk carton?
2: Well, uh, Mike and I were kind of talking about it because he has Mike Evans, I think, in maybe both leagues. Uh, Maybe it was just this one. But, like, it was, like, three games in a row. It was, like, the first three games where he had, like, each touchdown was for, like, one yard. And it was, like... And it happened like three weeks in a row where it was at least one. I think one of the weeks it was like two. It was like two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. And it's It's just five touchdowns
0: inside the 10-yard line.
2: Five. Right. right. It's like something ridiculous. So it's just like, and I told him, I was like, like, if you don't get those touchdowns, like he's nothing, which obviously he knew, but I mean, it just kind of showed in this week. Like if he doesn't get that touchdown, then he doesn't really do anything.
0: It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see once uh, Week Nine comes around and A.B.'s off suspension, uh, what what this Tampa Bay offense looks like.
2: Well, Godwin's rolled out. I'm pretty sure already this week.
0: He's going to have surgery on his finger, right? Broke his finger. Yeah,
2: something like that. And then they were like projecting him come back like soon. I'm like, really? Like after he had surgery?
0: Yeah, this week. They were saying one week out. and That's it. Incredible.
2: That's crazy. That's just crazy to like have a surgery and then just be playing football at the highest level, like not shortly after that, or shortly after that.
0: Yeah, so that get that covers our recap. Um, let's make our picks for this week and wrap this up. Uh, Vince, do you remember, um, did you tally last week? Because I know I texted you what my picks were.
2: Yeah, I tallied everything up uh, to date. Uh, so it was like two weeks ago where we all picked the same uh, picks. So I didn't really tally it up, uh, but I did tally it up. So that was for week five. Uh, so high five for us because we got all of them right. Um, after that uh, was week six. So we just kind of texted each other the picks. Um, so that week uh, I had two correct. You had three correct. Um, I myself
0: that week and you didn't pick me. That's why.
2: Yeah um no we both picked you so yeah but we both picked you and we both got it wrong but then this past week i did not pick you and you picked you and you got it right but this past week i got three and you got two so the only ones that you got correct was you picked me and you picked you but you got all the other ones wrong no. So as so as we stand, I have twenty-eight total. You have twenty-one.
0: It's gonna be it's a tough word, man. You gotta start losing. All right, so uh first game we're gonna look at is gonna be me against Mikey. As it stands, I'm going to pick myself. Vince.
2: All right, so looking at your matchup, uh he doesn't have a wide receiver in. Which he will. Uh, do do do. I'm still gonna go with you.
0: Cool, oh, Ryan.
1: I am also going to go with you.
0: All right, that's a so sweet. All right, next game we got Vince against Jamami, Jake and Kate. <sighs> no Deshaun Watson. Got Carson Wentz in a great matchup against Dallas, though. No, Miles Sanders, probably. Uh, is this the week, Vince? Is this the week? Doesn't look like it's the week, man. No, I don't think so.
2: I already put my name down for myself. That's the thing. is, like I, I kind of want to lose, and it's like, yeah, I want to pick me to lose, but like every week I look at it, and it's just like I, there's no way. Like I'm not trying to be cocky, like I just
1: look at it like
0: how it is. <laughs> yeah, Valman here. is the best player in fantasy. Um I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna pick you, Vince, keeping it keeping it rolling. All right, Ryan, who you got?
1: Well, I, I mean I think like, you know, Wentz playing Dallas, if Sanders is a go, I mean it could be interesting, but I don't know how likely it is Sanders plays and yeah, no, nah, I'm gonna have to go with Vince. <laughs> I mean
0: just good team. There's some sneaky plays that Jamami can make too, so I'm excited to watch this one play out. So I think it's gonna be closer than you think. All right. Next one we're gonna go to uh Ryan. We're gonna go to you against Mike P. All right. Oh, I'm gonna bet on me.
1: <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> All right,
0: that's a tough one, uh, Vince. Have you looked it over at all yet?
2: Uh, looking at it now. Uh, did the man? That's close. Um, as they're starting them now, I'm looking at the bench of possible plays.
0: Oh man, so close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Ryan. I'm going to also go with Ryan just because, I mean, he's got the Buccaneers D going against the Giants. That's so sexy. And he also has Devontae Adams, as we talked about. And uh, Cooper's got a good matchup. Beasley's been a target monster. I mean, if Aaron Jones doesn't play and he's able to start fire up Jamal Williams again, uh, it's going to be – I think he got this one, Ryan.
1: Fingers crossed.
0: (laughs) All right. Next one we're going to look at is Bill against Sean. In another must-win for Sean. We already talked about how, how much I love Bill's wide receivers. Um, if he doesn't have Joe Mixon, what does he do? Let me look at it. Okay, so he could just put Swift in the running back and then put, I don't know, no fan in as a flex or something or pick someone up. Ugh, and He's got Matt Ryan against Carolina. It's a pretty good matchup. Um, I mean, Sean gets to finally fire up Lamar Jackson, but against Pittsburgh, probably the best defense in the league or one of them. And, uh, if he gets a game at him, like Davis, maybe Sean keeps it close. Uh, like Sean's wide receivers too. They're young and he's got Tyler Lockett. Um, and then Gronkin, Hawkinson are playing pretty good football. And he's got the Steelers against Baltimore. Uh, Bench, I can't imagine him changing too much. Oh, Michael Thomas could go in there. Uh, if Michael Thomas goes in there, i like it a little more. I'm going to go with Sean. Yeah, I'm going with Sean. Michael Thomas plays
1: pretty, pretty gnarly. I, mean, I like Justin Jefferson, Tyler Lockett. We don't really need to say anything more. <laughs> I mean uh, – is, any, is anybody else worried
2: that Michael Thomas doesn't play another game for the Saints?
0: That's to speak, right? It's starting to get worrisome they paid him $100 million, I think he's going to play. But, but I mean, I just I can't see it being pretty. Uh, usually I like to look at, like, the over-the-cap stuff. Maybe I'll look at it after the pod and see what the kind of cap hit they take for cutting him because that's a big – I mean, yeah, you pick that contract up. I mean, unless you're Bill O'Brien, you probably pick that contract up. So, uh, But I would be surprised, but that would be – Pretty crazy if Michael Thomas gets traded. All right, uh, Ryan, did you uh, also pick Sean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go Bill. All right. Uh, I, I I like the receivers too much, and uh, Lamar playing
0: Pittsburgh just doesn't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lamar hasn't been the greatest. Actually, you know, if you look at it, it has not been great. Um, but I feel like. I mean, I had Lamar in a lot of leagues last year and he gets game scripted out because they're blowing teams out a lot and he ends up not playing much of a game, Mm. um, which can happen when you have one of the best defenses in football. So it's always something about Lamar Jackson that you have to risk. But usually he's already put up 35 points in those games, but he hasn't really been able to do that this year. So we'll see. Um, Next game we're going to go to is uh, Max against Mike L. Another one that's projected to be close. Uh, Patrick Mahomes against the Jets, yikes, that could be scary. Um, and then Mike has a uh, Drew Brees fired up tentatively against uh, Chicago, which I doubt he'll end up doing. Uh, knowing Mike being a Bears fan, so if he does end up starting the Kirk Cousins against Green Bay, Dalvin Cook, please, if Dalvin Cook, please, two Bears fans playing each other. Uh, Yeah, that's true. Bears fans playing against each other. Um, Yeah, too many question marks from Mike. And if if Dalvin Cook doesn't play, it's like Julia Edelman might not be on his team. Like, I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins is on bye. Uh, I'm going to go with Max. Yeah, I'm going with Max.
1: Same.
0: And the last one is going to be Tim against George. George has got some depth to cover, losing Chris Godwin having discussion Le- on by. He's got the 49ers defense, but firing it out against Seattle, that does not sound like fun. So he might have to move on there and then, or pick someone else up. He's got Mark Andrews in a matchup against Pittsburgh. It's, um, you know, they're pretty darn good against tight ends. So, uh, uh, I can't not pick Tim. So I think Tim keeps it rolling. Um, I think, uh, his running back room might be sorry, but uh, I, I still think his, his team's pretty pretty solid, and I think Tim's got this one. Vince? Yeah. I'm picking Tim. <laughs> Ryan? Yeah, I'm going to
1: have to go with Tim.
0: All right. I think right now, if the playoffs started today, uh, Tim would be one of the two buys, so he, he's, having, he's definitely having a good year. Um, that's definitely – coming behind his quarterback play, so keep it rolling, Tim, but I'm still coming for you and I'm still coming for that boom bot. It's going to be mine, Um, but uh, that'll be it for today's show. Um, Again, sorry that we missed a show last week. It was not feeling well, Um, but I'm glad that we could get together early this week and uh, get a show together and uh, I just wanted to say that my opponent this week, who is Mikey, good friend of mine, uh, you're gonna get you're gonna you're gonna get these hands this week. Sorry, buddy. Um, Vince, any parting shots? You know, yeah, yeah probably so. Uh, Ryan, hoping to sniff five hundred. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Also hoping to sniff five hundred sliding in the 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 gates of potential playoff hunt. Uh if i am able to get to four for.
2: Just hope that the breeze, you know, swings a certain way so you can get a little smell of it.
0: Yeah, a, a little smell of your winning ways. I would love to get a smell of that. Um but, you know, one more thing I just wanted to mention was, you know, great Monday night win for the Rams. And uh, I think we're gonna be talking about E6 and two. Los Angeles Rams going into the bye this week. Six and two. Peace out.